What's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh and Fit Podcast. Myron Gaines, Fresh Prince CEO, and we got Andrew Esquire in the house. What's up, guys? We're going to talk about the dangers of marriage. Let's get into it, guys. Hey, what up, what up, what up, guys? As you guys can see, when I got a suit on, it means it's business. <laughs> we got Andrew Esquire in the house, man. Shout out to him. <clears throat> And uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Glad to be back, guys. <laughs> Yo, I'm the monk, oh, monk, a little bit of a delay there, yeah. but uh, I told back. you, I told you I'd be back. Uh, Myron has paid my generous retainer to be here today. There we go. So please leave a thank you in the chat. You know, super chats will uh, slightly recompensate him for that. Please, please do because um, I'm running out of suits. So <laughs> guys, I can afford a suit, so we need the super chats. Yeah, we need them. <laughs> this dude's out here in the CEO shirt when we're, when we're wearing suits, so. <laughs> But uh, no, guys, today we got a really special episode for you guys. This is going to be lit. Um, we're going to talk about the dangers of marriage from a legal perspective. Obviously, there's a bunch of RP content creators out there that talk about marriage, but they can't really talk about, uh, you know, quite frankly, the real legal ramifications that come from it. Yep. Um, now, quick disclaimer, Andrew's my attorney, not yours. So this is not legal advice. Uh, this is definitely go ahead, Andrew. You yeah, do- let, let me just say this, guys, because, you know, Marin said it, but I'm going to say it, too. It's not only not just legal advice, but today, what we're talking about today, and and I did a lot of research for this. This is probably of all topics. This is the topic that varies the most depending on what state you're in, what country you're in, where you're at. So this is something that you really, really, really need to talk to a lawyer in your actual state, in your actual country, wherever you specifically live, because the rules change wildly. So this is not legal advice for you. We're not giving out legal advice. What I'm trying to do is lay out some guidelines, some concepts, so you guys understand them out there. Yeah. So yeah, no, this is gonna be lit, guys. Um, this is this is huge. Like this is uh, this is definitely gonna be a must watch, guys. So I guess uh, I'll turn it over to Andrew, um, which he's pre- uh, pretty much gotten ready a awesome outline for you guys that is very well done. Fresh, you got anything to say about this, man? Man, I gotta Before say this, this, man, because we both looked at the outline. Well, well hold on, guys, because because let me <laughs> let me start off here. So so I always start off with basic facts, right? The first part of my legal mindset breakdown is is getting whatever the rules are, right? And part of that is getting all the facts. So what I want to get is some facts on you guys. Okay. So, you know, when you guys like, what are your, what are your thoughts about marriage? What are your experiences with marriage? I I think, I think fresh can probably start us off. Man. (laughs) Man, All right. Look, bro. I was married, man. What? (laughs) (laughs) What in tarnations? Stupid. Look, man, your boy was married at 21 years old, man. Wow. I, I was wilding, bro. This was seven years ago. For those that are wondering, Fresh is 28 years old. Yeah. And um, honestly, bro, I understand now why it's not good for guys. But when I did it the first time, I thought maybe, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing it the right way, raising a Christian family. That's what, that's what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, it should be a good son and do what my parents did, even though it ended in divorce. And I just learned a lot from that experience. So now I know going forward, I have to choose extremely carefully, and I'm not doing it without a prenup, if I do it at all. No, so let me get some facts. Okay, this is really good data. <laughs> so we got our, we got like a field test right here. So how old were you when you got married? I was like 21, 22. Okay, 21, 22. And how long did it last? 
Uh, one year. Oh, <laughs> oh, one no, year, guys. I ended it. I ended it. Yeah, I know you ended it, but I'm just saying, guys, you got to remember, you know, a lot of people think that you get married, it's going to last for a little while, you're going to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not necessarily the truth. Sometimes it can end just as quickly as it started, mm-hmm. right? And, like, how long were you dating before you got married? Six months. Whoa, <laughs> that is crazy. So, yeah. so I will say, in a way, you fell into one of the prime categories for marriage and divorce. So um, a lot of divorces happen in that age range. Mm. So if you get married super young, you have a higher statistical chance of getting a divorce. Can you say that one more time, Andrew? <laughs> one more time. You get married at age 20, you have a higher statistical chance of getting a divorce. Bam. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Now, Myron, were you secretly married at 20? Do you have some, you know, girl we need to know about? Uh, To my knowledge, no, I was not married. But no. uh, You've never proposed. You've never nothing. No, no. Uh, So luckily for me, uh, as you guys know, um, for the viewers that might not know, I grew up in a Muslim household, right, with both my parents. And my parents always were very strict against marrying any woman that was not Muslim or comes from, like, you know, an American background, like an, an American ideal, so to speak. My, my parents always say, you need to marry a girl from the Middle East. She's got to speak Arabic. She's got to be Muslim, blah, blah. And I used to think, like, bro, you guys are walling. Like, uh, right. I don't even care. But then as I got older and older, I was like, oh, okay, I could see why they were saying that now. You know what I mean? So for me, marriage was never even on the table. And if I did do it, I would do it Islamically, which basically you just meet up with an imam. Hey, I want to marry her. Okay, done. Nothing with the state involved. And, you know, that's the safe way to do it. I mean, to this day, my parents aren't, like, technically legally married you know what that's I mean? interesting we'll, yeah. we'll get back to that because yeah. i have some questions on that when we when we get to but it. that's but my that's thing i think Mary, I, i've known kind of from the beginning that that marriage is kind of a scam but that's that i was lucky to have my decided to divorce us yeah <laughs> <laughs> right what i was asking these guys was do they think the marriage rate went up or down mm-hmm. they said they think it went down i told them that yes not only are they both right but it is the lowest it has been since 1897, which is the first year they, they the federal government started tracking marriage data. Mm. So it is so low that it is it is like ridiculously low right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing you got to realize. And wow. um, what they what the statistics are right now is one in five people has not been married at all, ever been married, not even once, mm. right? Um, and there's a gender gap. So which gender? Do you think it's married more often? And which gender do you think it's married less often? That's a good question, man. I got to say females are married more often. You think females? What do you think, Myron? I would, I would say females because females are the ones that are angling for the marriage. You got it. You both got it. So yeah. females get married more there. So the average is 20% for both genders, but it's 23% um, of men ne- are, have never been married and 17% of females. So females get married more. Mm-hmm. Um, than, than males. So okay. that, and that gap has been growing, right? Oh. So it used to be smaller where both genders got married essentially at the same rate in the uh, 70s, 60s. It was about 10% for uh, men never being married and 8% for females. Now it's just really skyrocketed. And you can kind of see if you look at a graph how it's just exponentially gapped. Yeah. So what you're getting is you're getting a lot of men, uh, and this is uh, men over the age of 25 that have never been married. Mm. which has never happened before in this history of the country. Um, and it, it's, is this just in the United States or is this like so all this over is, the Western world? So the data I looked at was for the U S guys. Now I did look at some data outside of the U S when it comes to divorce and I'll get to that. But from marriage data, the best data we have is from uh, Pew research, which did a 2014, which I looked at and there's a 2018 by the CDC, uh, which is really interesting. I don't know why the center for disease control 
<laughs> is looking at our marriage statistics. Strange. But, yeah. Maybe because the corona, I mean, the, the uh-huh. beer bug, beer bug. Uh, the beer bug, <clears throat> excuse me, has been making people divorce. Yeah. And that's so that's one of the things that's been happening is uh, there's been a spike for the beer bug. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So whenever there's like a, there's an economic theory of marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the Depression, the Great Depression, right. People were getting married at a pretty high rate. Yep. Great Depression hits. People stop getting married. Yep. So they're tracking that to the Rona and they're saying it's the same thing. Right. People, girls aren't willing to get into a situation with guys, especially these guys that have lost their jobs. Yep. Right. So they're just not getting married or because they can't have the big wedding that they want. They, Boom. Then they don't want to do it. So guys, let me ask you this too. So one, one of the reasons why I want to come on the show today was because I feel like when I talk to guys about marriage and like some of the details and statistics, I feel like guys don't know the facts. Okay. Like, do you guys feel the same way? Cause I feel like when I talk to girls, they know, they know about prenups. They know yeah. about alimony. They know about statistics. They know everything. Like, do you guys feel the same way? You know what, man? Honestly, Andrew, that's a great question. I think um, a lot of guys don't know the important nuances that they need to know. They know in general, like, oh, I'm going to lose half my money, blah, blah, blah. But they don't know why, uh, you know, they don't know the cohabitation rules. They don't know a lot of things, like minor things that can seriously come back and bite them later on. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like in general, women are more versed in marriage laws than men are. You know what I mean? And quite frankly, I've heard before in the past how like some chicks will get married and they've already spoken with a with a with a divorce attorney prior to the to the marriage. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're setting themselves up to win if needed. Right. But yeah, I think I think a lot of guys operate uh, blind when it goes it comes into like getting married. If more guys knew, which I think slowly guys are. That's why the marriage rates are kind of plummeting. Uh, you know, guys would move a little bit more in an educated manner. Yeah, I feel like most guys, for the most part, they think of it as a obligation <clears throat> that if I've been with a chick for a certain period of time, yeah, facts, I yep. need to marry her yep. no matter what. So they don't look into it as okay. You know what? She's been here for a minute. Or she has my kid. Let me just go ahead and marry her, and so she can stop complaining. Facts. Yeah. So they're 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 doing it because they feel more of a burden. Yes. Than because they're making a strategic choice. Yeah. And, and what I what I'm trying to tell everybody is you really got to think about this strategically because you see your female counterparts oftentimes doing that strategically. They're thinking about things strategically, just like they've strategized about the wedding, right? They pick the dress, they pick the flowers, they pick the food, the venue, the venue, right? They know everything. They don't even, all they need is the guy, (laughs) right? You know, they don't know who they're marrying, but they know everything that's going to happen at the marriage. Yeah. I've always said, I think, I think women want to get, I mean, we're going to keep it factual with you, but like my personal opinion, this is not Andrew's opinion, guys. Uh, Women want to get married, but they don't necessarily want to be wives. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I think it's like the cool thing to do. Every girl dreams of walking down an aisle in a white dress or whatever it may be, but uh, we're going to keep this factual. Opinions aside. So let me get some Go more ahead. facts here because yeah, I got some more facts to hit you with. <laughs> so, God, what do you think the average age is of marriage right now for men and for women? It's different. I'll give you that hint. Uh, I would say for men, 27. Okay. And females, 25. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I, I would go a little higher. I would say uh, women, it's probably around um, 28, 29-ish, and men is right around 29, 30. Okay. So, Myron, you're more correct. So, the the, the numbers have moved up. In 2014, it was uh, 27. Can you hear us? So, say, uh, say thank you to Apple, guys, because their update really is... Uh, killing us. Yeah. It's killing me smalls. Good. So we're putting we're putting uh, we're putting a little overtime in here, but I think we've got it. I think we've got it sorted here. So we're going to get back into it. So let me give you guys a little recap um, in case you missed what I w- what I was talking about. I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. So what I just went over with them was that the average age of marriage has moved up. 
it moved for up to uh, 30 for guys or 30 for men and 28 for women. Um, and that's been moving up over time. Mm-hmm. And then what I was going into was the saying that I think everybody has heard this saying. And I know that I know that Fresh and Myron have, pretty, have heard it. I know other people have said it. And that is that half of all marriages end in divorce. You guys have heard that, right? Yes. Okay. So that is actually slightly incorrect now. Oh, okay. Do you know why? No. Okay. Uh, fill more us in on this one. Can you, get, can you guess why? Because the statistics we just talked about. More end in divorce? No, less people getting married. Ah, oh. uh, okay. Yeah. So, so because less people are getting married, it's dropped slightly. So it's now down to like 42, 45% of first marriages and in divorce. But, and I know other people have talked about this, what you got to really pay attention to is second and third marriages. Those are still out of control. You're talking 60% plus chance of a divorce if it's a second marriage and a 70 plus percent chance if it's a third marriage. Wait, is second how much? 60 plus. So 60 you're talking plus. like 63%. Okay. And um, 70% if it's a third marriage. Holy. So guys, you know, if you, if you went into a, you know, if you got in your car and, you know, they said, Hey, when you pull out, you know, I don't care if you're just going to Wendy's to get some nuggets, you know, there's a 70% chance you're going to crash driving this car right now. Would you get into that car? Probably not. Right. Nope. So really, you guys got to think when I think of, you know, when I'm doing an analysis for a client or for anybody, I think, okay, what's the probability of encountering that risk? Right. So if you meet somebody and you find out, hey, this is their third marriage, you've really got to think hard. What is a is this a situation I want to get into? And B, if divorce is a likelihood, how am I going to prepare for that? Right. And let me tell you one thing, too, which is a big statistic about other countries. So, you know, Myron, uh, you had grow a traditional background. So mm-hmm. uh, would it would it be surprising that traditional countries get divorced less? No, I, I would be pretty. I mean, because it's it, so with with a lot of Islamic countries, I know, especially like in Sudan, you can get divorced. The woman can initiate mm-hmm. divorce and everything, but it's frowned upon. Yeah, very frowned upon. Like they don't want you doing that. So because, guess uh, guess which type of countries are having the biggest increase in divorce rate? You guys know Western? Mm-hmm. No, not Western. We've sort of plateaued, right? So we spiked because we're we've already transitioned. So we're we're pretty advanced now. Mm. But it's not Western; it's developing countries. Mm. China, four hundred percent increase in divorces. Damn. Turkey, three hundred percent. Turkey, it's Turkey. It's Wait, not- what's led? What's led to the increase in the divorces? <laughs> because they're they're transitioning from more traditional countries to more developed countries. Uh, so you're seeing folks that are moving, becoming more urbanized, traveling abroad. That's at least the theory that... Is feminism growing in these countries? So <laughs> I, I'm just going to put this on Professor... Let me get his name so I can quote him and people can look it up. <clears throat> professor Philip Cohen, sociology okay. professor of University of Maryland, these are his words, said that women's independence and gender equality is a huge factor in the long-term decline of marriage. Jeez. So that's what he says. Now, he also goes on to say he doesn't think it's a problem and it shouldn't, be, it shouldn't affect things, blah, blah, blah. But there you go. You'd have it. He said it. So I'm just going to leave that on the table. Quote, unquote. Yep. Yo, this guy in the chat says, my first marriage, uh, James Bradley says, my first marriage, 1.2 million loss, about 70% of his income. Oof. No kids, short-term marriage. Florida is the worst. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. The, you know, the, it really depends state by state and what your assets are and where you are. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot, 
<laughs> a lot of different states have a lot of different laws, but they could all be pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so let, let's get into more statistics. So what do you think the average age is when people divorce? It's an excellent question. Average age. Man, I got out as soon as possible, so I don't know. Yeah, you say I'll, young, I'll, right? I'll estimate uh, somewhere between 35 to 40. 30. 30 average age. Yeah. Really? Okay. And now, so, how, so the marriages aren't lasting that long. No. Average, because I'm writing down notes. So how here. many how many years do you think a marriage lasts? Average on average before divorce. I'm, I'm gonna say two to three years. Then, if that's the case, based yeah. on the averages you gave me, actually, it's eight. What? Eight yeah. years. So there. So I mean, you know, once again, these are averages. So you're gonna have some that are less and some that are yeah, a lot of longer. Course. But eight is the average length. But here's the thing, though. Let's account for this, Andrew. Which, which I know you, you could probably talk about this a little bit more detail. Yeah, let's do it. A lot of guys, a lot, a lot of people, they won't. They'll have been separated for years, but on paper they're still married. Yeah. Whether they have like some weird roommate situation where they still live in the in the matrimonial home together, but they just tolerate each other. That but is they've a been single. Huge issue, and we're going to talk about that when we get to alimony. Okay. But it is a huge issue. I'm going to say right now, guys, just come out and say. You know, it is pretty much a principle in any state that the longer you stay married legally, the more potential you have to be hit with alimony, including the timing of the alimony. Because a lot of and times, can you define what alimony is for the people sure. out there that might not know? Well, guys, what do you, what do you think alimony is? What do you think the definition of alimony is? The way I interpret it is basically yeah. you paying a woman that you were once involved with <clears throat> from a marriage standpoint, right? Uh, you're basically keeping her her standard of living when she was with you. So let's say she was like a hairdresser when she met you making 30 grand a year. Then she meets you and you make quarter million a year. Well, now you guys were married for five, 10 years. Now you're responsible for keeping up her lifestyle that was, she was at when she was living with you. She can't go back to you know the 30, 40 grand a year lifestyle. She's got to, you got to maintain that lifestyle that she was accustomed to for the years that she was with you. You're, you're getting like, you're getting very deep into it, but the, I was looking for the simple answer. Oh, sorry. And of course, oh, Myron Gaines, as always, gives you the detailed response. This guy <laughs> always has the details. I, I got a suit on too, baby. I can't look too stupid. Yeah. So, so essentially, the, the, the simple answer, guys, the cliff notes is alimony is any money that one spouse pays to another. And mm. I know I know that, you know, I like how you said any spouse because there are some women out here paying alimony. And now. let me tell you guys right now, and I know I'm going to say women a lot in this because let's in reality the statistics are in the majority of cases is the man paying to the woman that's 90 percent of the time that's the majority of cases however i'll tell you even from my personal experience guys my aunt and uncle when they first met they were making roughly the same amount of money however my aunt got into our family business which grew exponentially started a bunch of new locations the stock exploded it was an s corp the stock went out of control while my uncle was disabled when they divorced and they were married for 20 years, very long time, she now pays him alimony. Very mm. large amount. Very large amount. But once again, you have a lot of factors there. He's disabled. He can't work. Mm. They're married for a long time. She got in a business opportunity that exploded. Mm. And they didn't have a prenup because it was a long time ago. And my grandmother, extremely religious. And she actually followed it. So <clears throat> she actually was very against prenups. Mm. So... That didn't happen for them. That's a rare situation. Rare situation. Rare situation. Wow. Yeah. Does yeah. she hate your uncle? That's the real question. That's what the people want to know. Did she hate my does, uncle? Does she hate your uncle right now, Andrew? That's, that's what she, the people want to know. Does she hate know. them? Yeah. Does she hate your uncle? Oh, yeah. for sure. She's she, salty she as hell. <laughs> she, she, went, she, she went, she moved to a different city. I think she changed her, lo- her, she got a bunch of plastic surgery, so she changed her look. I mean, she's hiding now. Dude, women pay alimony. It's a different story, baby. Yep, there's a is, lot. <laughs> there's some salt. I mean, there's enough that she should be called Morton. You know? <laughs> So let me, let me talk about this too. Okay. So let me, let me ask you some things. Yeah. Um, 
what do you think causes divorce? Like what's one of the, the top things that causes divorce? Oh, money, of course. Money is a huge one. Um, Fidelity. Infidelity. Now, now, where do you think the infidelity is occurring nowadays? Fresh, you're the you're the guy. So. Social media. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, you got it. So yeah. yeah, a big part of it. In fact, they did a study in Facebook. This is in 2014, so it's a little bit earlier. You know, maybe Insta wasn't popping then. Yeah. But Facebook was a huge source of infidelity. Mm. And, and you guys, I know, you know I, why. I, I I want to know from you guys. You know why why it was is because think about it, right? All your old classmates, old friends from college are on Facebook. So what Facebook does, is it, re- it recommends to you people in your network. And for some weird reason, people from your past just pop up, hey, recommend a friend. And you add them, oh, that's that's Susie from um, Homecoming? Damn, she was hot as hell. Let me hit her up, see what she's doing. She might have a kid or two. She might be single. Let's you know you're married. If things are going well, you hit her up. You're talking to her on the, on the low. Hey, I'm coming to town on Thursday. I'll take you out. And it says, you know, it's funny, though, I, feel, I feel like uh, just having that access to people that you normally wouldn't have, like from the past, can bring up old memories too. And it might be an old ex or old first boyfriend, first right? boyfriend. Yeah. And you never know. Yeah. No, so, big facts, big facts. Um, you're sliding into your first girlfriend's uh, DMs there, Myron? Uh, <laughs> I am not because she would never want to talk to me again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, but uh, all jokes aside, Perfect. like, um, I'm not surprised that social media is a huge reason for that. Yeah, one which, third. One third is online affairs, they say. Which, by the way, if you do want to cheat on your ex-girlfriend, we have our <laughs> new course out there, yeah. DMs On Demand, where we teach you guys how to get girls and network on Instagram, but we're not going to make this a crazy plug. But yes, we are. Clo- uh, course closes uh, on Friday. No, sorry. Cl- course closes Wednesday night at midnight, thir- yeah. technically Thursday. And then uh, the price goes up to seven ninety seven starting tomorrow, guys. So get in now while it's still Cyber Monday. Back to our scheduled programming. Cool. Yes, I think social media does mess things up. <laughs> All right, there we go. Let's, let's talk about some things. Now, we've been talking about how things are foobar. Let's talk about some good stuff. Let's talk about love, guys. I'm wearing a red tie for a reason, you know? Mm. Let's talk about things that might lead to a better probability of a, of a happy marriage that does not end in divorce. Okay. So what, are some, great. what are some factors you guys think lead to happy marriages that do not end in divorce? Uh, Statistically. I'll say this. Number one, the male has to be older than the woman significantly. I'd say seven to 10 years uh, so that, you know, it, women are going to be more prone to follow your lead, which marriages only work if the man is leading. Right. Um, and then I'll say next, you need to basically earn a lot of money because we know that divorces come. A lot of the problems arise from financial inadequacies, whatever it may be. Uh, so so let's start, let's go to that one. Money. So okay, money. Right. So they, they've said in a study that they did, this is this is scary. Um, guys, you got to get your finances right. But they've said the threshold, which you really start seeing a giant statistical jump, is when you start making over 25K. Now, those are 2018 numbers, but 25K is not hard to make. Yeah, that's nothing. So, uh, you know, please make over 25K. Please, yeah, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure. What, what's the part? Is, is 20,000 poverty? That's like 20,000 is poverty still, depending right? Depending on your locality, maybe if you're in Mississippi, it's not. But yeah. like here, that's 100% poverty. Yeah, that's yeah. 1,000. Hey, let me get to Super Chat real quick. Sure. We have uh, JDM. He's saying, back to watching live. Keep up the great content, guys. Thank appreciate you very that, much, man. man. I appreciate it. Thank appreciate you so much that. for the support. All right. Yeah. So that's one. So, so Fresh, do you have anything you think might lead to a happy marriage versus one that breaks up? Bro, putting him on the spot here, man. Uh, happy marriage? Yeah. Uh... Happy wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ha- happy wife, happy life, right? 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was good. Uh, yeah. That was good. Uh, okay. Uh, being, being real, I would say just um, how to put this. You guys are of the same um, race or same mindset. I don't know. I don't have stats. So those, those ones you mentioned first, so you mentioned age and you mentioned same background. I don't money. have statistics and on I those. Money, Mo- money, money I did have the statistics on, but the other ones I didn't, but those sound logical to me. I feel like that's part of getting to know somebody, connecting with them and making sure on the same path. And we'll get into that when we talk about prenuptials, but there's a big issue if you, for example, want to raise your kid in a different faith. You know, if, if, if Myron's uh, like, yeah, Yo, we want to have an Islamic marriage and your girl's Catholic, like there's going to be some issues for sure. Yeah. I will say my grandparents were married for 82 years. So that is the number one. The number one thing that decreases it statistically is having parents that are happily married. Uh, If your parents are still married, your likelihood of getting a divorce goes down by 25%. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to write that one down. Dude, like 25%. Like they they were married for 82 years and like he just passed away, our RP granddad. But like Mm -hmm. they, I mean, look, it wasn't perfect. They bickered a lot, but there was deep rooted love there. Um, but they understood each other. It's kind of like yeah, they're willing to um, what's, what's the word? Accommodate each other. Yeah, basically. yeah. And that's a big deal. Like being able to like say, you know what? All right, J- Jimmy needs these shoes. I can't buy my shoes. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And they'll take turns doing that. Yep. So that way, it was kind of like okay, I give, I take. You give, I take. So yep. it wasn't like one sided. Because a lot of times, I feel like especially young couples is like, oh, what are you doing for me now? Mm-hmm. And they, they, they don't want to give anything at all. So, yep. you know, facts. So let me give you some others real quick. They say statistically so I can we can move on to getting into some other stuff. So um, attending college, apparently that drops the chances by 10 percent. Okay. It's not a huge one. Um, I would think that would actually increase it. Well, that's interesting. And I, I thought about that, too. I guess it would depend on who it is, right? Yeah, and I'm going to just give my opinion here again. Yeah. Uh, none of the panel members share this, but I will say this. I think the more educated a woman is and the more money she earns, the greater the likelihood of divorce. Well, in my my thought there, though, Myron is, and this is a counterpoint, yeah, go ahead. is I think that that might be preventing people from getting married in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of my colleagues, and I did talk to one of my colleagues in um, Facts, yep. family law here in Florida, and also shout out, I forgot to, but shout out to Jonathan Noble, ESQ. I know he's talked to Rich a lot. He, he approached me um, right after my last uh, call or when I was on here with these guys. Yep. And he's a family lawyer in Pennsylvania. So definitely hit him up if you know have any questions about Pennsylvania law. Um, but I think he's also, he's also licensed in New Jersey as well. But essentially, um, most people that I know, they'll say that the people who are girl women will not get married if someone is of a lower uh, socioeconomic mm-hmm. status. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear from my family law colleagues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's very rare, which is, which is why a lot of these issues tend to fall on men. Yeah. Because it's very rare that you're seeing a woman who's, who's going with somebody who's socially economically below them. Um, unless there's some situation where there's potential for them to go up. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, when I see that, it's like the, the the man married her. Maybe she was in med school or something like that, yeah. and he supported her through med school. Then she shoots up and she starts, you know, earning more than he did, uh, yeah. more than he does. But you know, and he's got debt, so that offsets, you know, yeah. so that that's an offset thing. You're in med school, you're two hundred k back probably. So. Yeah, so we have I've another, seen that. another super chat here okay. from Mike No Go Zones. Okay, he oh. says divorce guy here. This is a great topic. Yeah, and I, I just want to put it out here so that that we can kind of pass on information because you know. All you divorce guys, I know you want to tell younger guys, yo, watch out, be careful. You want to go back and slap yourself when you were 20. So we're trying to do. What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here. One half of the Fresh Fit podcast. 
If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That for you, we're trying to take that 16 to 18, 17, 19, 20, all those guys who are younger and give them this information so they don't fall in the same mistakes yeah. you did. If you guys want to get married, we're not going to sit here and tell you guys don't get married. But what we are going to do is give you guys the objective facts, yeah. right? As you guys can see, Andrew's being very objective here. I'm, I'm not as objective. The statistics <laughs> are not the statistics are not in the favor, right? That's why yeah. I'm going through them so you guys know the facts because they're not in favor of marriage. I haven't had one statistic right now that I've seen that. Uh, that makes me really happy and warm and fuzzy about marriage. Well, let me tell you this, because I've I've heard from you know married guys, you know they they use this all the time to rationalize their 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 marriage. Oh well, I get less, I get charged less on taxes. I get a tax break. I mean, I'm not a tax I, guy, so yeah. I'm not gonna give that. Maybe you know your CPA can talk about that, but I think you know it depends on what your your earning status is, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. if your wife is not making money, this is just me spitballing. I don't know. It's not my financial advice, but I I think if your wife is not earning. It's more of an advantage than if she is equal in earning. I, but you have separate risks if she's not working. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Course. We'll get to alimony. I of will course. say this. He might be saving money in taxes, but when that when she needs those pairs of shoes, she needs that vacation, he's saving no money in that facts. Big I'm facts. telling you, be careful. So let me drop yeah. two other quick ones that yeah, decrease the likelihood. The other two are if you do not if you do not cohabitate before marriage, that decreases your likelihood of a divorce. Oh, so not cohabitating. Actually. Not cohabitating. Whoa. Yes. So not cohabitating. You hear that, guys? Not cohabitating. One more time for the people, man. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. So yep. not cohabitating yep. actually decreases your chances of getting divorced. And statistically, the really the age it matters most at is before 23. So especially if you cohabitate or marry, even if you get married before 23, your chance of divorce skyrockets. Hold on. Hold so if on, you live on. together. Wow. So that young, is, young, young, my, young, fresh. Guys, that is a hidden gem right there. And if you guys want into that, think about it. When you guys cohabit, co cohabitate with, with your girlfriend, whatever, for the most part, you're kind of like <clears throat> inducing marriage in itself. Yep. But if you hold off and wait, you could definitely, you know what I'm saying, see up. Up increase in terms of like staying with that person long term. And here's another thing, guys. What is the point of marriage? What 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 is one of the points of marriage? You think? Uh, to come basically to combine family estates to build. Uh, like if I'm not mistaken, it was used in the olden days. Yeah, but what do you expect to, to come resources? out of a marriage? You're getting married. What do you expect to be the result of that marriage? What's oh, you want you want to you should be to create a family, in my opinion. Boom. Yeah. yeah. So that's the last fact. The last fact is if you have a child within seven months of getting married, you are less likely to get divorced. Within seven months Within of getting seven married. months of getting married. Okay. That's statistically significant. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you these, these are um, CDC and Pew Research numbers. And these are things that they found to be statistically significant. Yeah. I'm not saying this is an exhaustive list. This is just what they did, what the research they got, and the numbers they got. That's They're a very truth objective. bomb that not cohabitating actually helps yeah. you out. Because, yeah. uh, you know, everyone advocates that you, you get married. Uh, sorry, that you cohabitate prior to, to getting married. Six months prior, right? So You, you know what it is? They're like, yo... You need to test drive that car first yeah. before you buy it. <laughs> and I get that. But are they talking about cohabitating or are they yeah, talking they're about like, other stuff? Test drive this car by and save money. Down the crib. Yeah, save money at the same time. What you're doing is you're jumping the gun. And for the most part, it could be detrimental. And are those people that are saying that mm -hmm. happily married? No. They're not. They're just they're just single people that say that, right? Yep. 
I, well, I will say this though. Um, did you did you think your grandma and grandpa were cohabitating before they got married? They weren't. And you know the funny part? Her, uh, her family chose him as her husband, mm. so she didn't mm. even get to choose. Mm. But that's back in the old days. Yeah. But nowadays, it's like, yo, you got money, you gonna take care of me? All right, bet. Let's go. Yo, yeah, real talk, uh, and I, this pro- okay. I'm, I'm gonna say something that the panel does not reflect on. <laughs> this is my personal opinion again. My, but I, my but seriously, I say think less. I think when because here's the thing. Let's keep it real. Women are the ones that are are are, are the sexual selectors, right? Mm-hmm. And when they pick a lot of time, who they pick? The Chads, Tyrones, the bad boys, Pookie and Ray Ray's, etc. These guys aren't marriage materials necessarily. Right, or the simps that or, will they'll pay for their lifestyle, or maybe the simps that'll pay for their lifestyle. But these guys aren't necessarily, you know. This is why arranged marriages, like back in the day, used to like work more because the father, mm-hmm. her father, picked her husband for her. Yeah, because the dad was able to assess character. He's a guy, so he knows what his earning potential is. Whatever, so he'd be, if anything, the dad was going to be the one that would, you know, cock block you, right? You know what I mean? The, from, from getting the from the getting the girl. But now women are the ones picking their own husbands and or picking their own mates. And quite frankly, we know girls just want to have fun. You know, girls go off emotional spikes, not necessarily, you know, the best guy from a rational standpoint for them for a long term relationship because those guys are boring. So I think that also plays into it as well. Why the marriage rates have come down and why there's less relationships, et cetera, because quite frankly, you know, a lot of girls aren't good at selecting men. Guys, keep hold real. on one second. <laughs> we got 283 people watching this stream right now. Hey, hey let's get those likes. Guys, get those likes up. Likes, guys, at least. Guys. <laughs> And the immature sound effects are here. Can't wait for the comments. But anyway, <laughs> down the road. Guys, please like the video. Andrew prepared for about two weeks making this presentation for you guys. So please do it because this is my last suit. And <laughs> I need as many super chats as I can to continue to retain Andrew. And guys, go sub to Andrew's channel. Andrew ESQ. Literally Esquire. Just Andrew Esquire. Esquire. Oh, Esquire. It's typed out Andrew Esquire. It'll yeah. pop up for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Esquire. And uh, we did an episode with him on the dangers of cohabitation two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So please go check that. We'll link it in the description. But guys, like the video. And today's episode that I put out, guys, is on common law marriage. So if you want to know all about common law marriage, I broke that down today. Four minute video, real quick. You're brushing your teeth. You now know something. You know something legal. There you go. Bam. So subscribe to him, guys. Get us. Get the likes up. What are we likes? Are we at right now. Fresh. One thirty-two. So jump guys, up. guys, get us to one fifty, please. Push at us least. in the algorithm. We apologize for the you know technical difficulties we had before. Uh, I am going to um, kick my MacBook after this stu- this show, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. We're, guys, we're, we're, you know maybe uh, you're going to divorce the MacBook and get with a PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to definitely marriage, go to a PC. Baby. I'm 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 pretty mad right now. I'm tight. Right. So let, let's move on. Are guys. we up to 150 yet? We are currently at the number 136. Come on, guys, get us to 150. Come we on. have 280 live viewers. Come on, guys, like One, the video. 140. 140. Ten more likes. Ten more likes, then you guys can keep getting this knowledge. From Andrew Esquire. I'm going to even help you guys out. I'm going to hit it on my phone right now. There you go. Give you guys a free boost. Hit 150. We're at 149. One more, guys. 151. Hey! All right, let's continue on. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. So um, you guys have other, you know, you guys have business ventures, right? So what type of business do you use? Like, Myron, you have a fitness business. Um, that's what I say to the IRS. Yeah. <laughs> Did I just – should have I just said that? That, that is not on the record. Yeah, that yeah. is not official. Okay, my bad. Um, so, Myron, what, what do you use? What type of business vehicle do you use for your business? Uh, I think uh, S-Corp, LLC. And you can elect. It's a tax status. You can elect an S-Corp. Yep. Um, so 
why don't you use a C-Corp? Because my accountant told me not to do that. That's a very good answer. <laughs> very good answer. That's a good answer right there. Consult your professionals about corporations. But there's just like there's different types of business, there are technically different types of marriage, right? So uh, Myron talked about one earlier, right? And, and I don't know much about this. I did almost go to seminary. Oh, <laughs> Shocker, guys. I was Whoa. almost a pastor. Scary. Whoa, man. Now, there's a, <laughs> there's a big difference between God's law and the law. But <laughs> what I'll tell you right now is I know that there's sometimes people are spiritually married. You know, uh, Mormons got the sister wife thing going. You yep. know, that's definitely not official. That's still super illegal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know much about Islam, so I don't know. Me either. I don't know what. I, <laughs> I was about to ask you. I do. You do. You know about Islam because now. It's funny. Half my family is Christian, half is Muslim. Really? And then the other third are like Freemasons. Sorry, you didn't hear. You're me. not supposed to talk about that. Hey, yo, yo, go ahead. Go, go, go. No, go ahead. No, what I was saying is, is that yeah. I, I, I guess you can in Islam get married uh, in the religion without getting married with the state. Yes, 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 so, yes. Absolutely. Now, now, what I what I would say about that is, it's possible that. In the states that acknowledge common law marriage, yeah. that could be considered a common law marriage because you've held yourself out to be married and you've gone through like this big ceremony and people think you're married. True. That's a minority of states, very small minority of states, which I don't think. Oh, really? I thought, I thought, um, okay, so uh, only a few states actually observe common law marriage. About nine with uh, DC uh, in Puerto Rico. So, so um, that's, you know, 10 ish. Guys, that's, you guys got to watch that YouTube video that Andrew just put out where he yeah. puts all the Common this out law there. marriage, guys. Get, out, get that info. Guys, we are. 310 live viewers. We have a super chat from Extra Guac. He says, final super chat. He says, get fresh a well tailored suit, Don DeMarco. <laughs> that is that is the next thing. You know, if you hey, want this to think tailored. <laughs> if, Screw you, Guac. <laughs> now we'll we'll get we'll get fresh something, man. We we're gonna at least a nice turtleneck. Oh, get fresh a tailor suit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fresh. oh my! Yeah. I, I said fresh, not fit. No, you're getting <laughs> too hot, Myron. Yeah, you're too hot. There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get this guy a suit for sure. Downstairs, man, I, I, I'll, I'll introduce you to my suit people. They're man, downstairs. I hate suits, man. I, I'm not corporate American. This is man. comfortable, bro. Man, uh, this is comfortable, man. Breeze, bro. Uh, shirt. I'm we'll we'll get you packs, some seer sucker, man. Some, Don't worry some, about some it. Some slippers, bro. This Beach. guy. I know. Go ahead. Anyway, so, um, go, ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, no, there's other alternatives to marriage. So, so let me talk about that. So you got the spiritual stuff. Don't know much about that. But um, there's some other things you can get, you can uh, do. Now, in Alabama, Louisiana, and one other state, I forget, it's maybe Arkansas. It's a conservative southern state. They have something crazy, which is stricter than marriage. It's called um, covenant marriage. Now, have you guys heard of no-fault divorce? Yes. Yes. So the principle is, is that nowadays in modern America, you can get divorced for whatever reason. You can just get divorced because you feel like it. You don't have to have a reason, right? Um, but some people wanted to rewind the clock, tie it more back to religion. So they limited the reasons why you can get divorced. They said it's got to be adultery, committing a crime, touching a child, something that's very, very bad. Or if you um, live separately for a certain period of time, you cohabit, and especially if you cohabitate with somebody else. Um, now, very few people elect to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, less than 1% of the people that get married in those states elect to do that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> another thing you could do is you could just have a private ceremony. Now, once again, that would tie back to uh, common law marriage. Now, you could cohabitate, but watch our cohabitation episode for all the potential risks with that. We will link that. Because if you cohabitate, you're subjecting yourself to a lot of the same risks 
that you would at, if you married. And another thing is, is that you might have to sign a cohabitation agreement, which is very similar to a prenup, which we're going to talk about right now. Okay, let's do it, baby. Let's go. All right. So you guys brought up religion, right? Now, is it against, do you guys know in Islam, is it against Islam if to get a prenup? Is that a um, thing? Honestly, they don't do prenups. Like, that's not a thing? Well, at it's least not, typically, it's not, it's not a thing. It's not even, like, in their um, um, setup. Okay. But, I would, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, people do it, though. Nowadays, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in, like, modern marriages, you know. So I, I'm going to say this. You guys see if it sticks. <clears throat> now, I, I say it's coming from a religious background, almost being a pastor. A lot of times when I hear people getting religious exemptions, for example, spoiler, I was almost married. I was engaged mm. once. You know, dun dun dun. Oh my what? god, bro. That, that that one is a <laughs> but when I was almost married, hold on, was there a sound effect? Uh yeah, there is actually. <laughs> Gotta get more go. angry comments. Can't wait for this one. Go ahead. So <laughs> when I was almost married, I was almost married to a girl whose family was very Catholic. Her family was very Catholic. And they said it was very against the religion to get a prenup. Mm. Now, I was kind of laughing because I'm like, well. You don't go, you're not a good Catholic. You know, you don't get communion every week. You don't follow all the rules. And I definitely know you haven't been following certain rules, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, a lot of the times when girls bring up those objections, and I say specifically women because I, I talk to men and I know men's perspective, yeah. it tends to be the parts of the religion that benefit them, for example, no prenup, without a lot of the other parts of the religion. Like, for example, in the Bible, there's a lot of stuff about women being a helpmate for men, yep. you know, being in a secondary, a supporter position yep. and letting the men lead. Yep. So it's sort of, okay, I'm not going to let you lead. So I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take that part, but I'm going to take the no prenup part. Yeah. It, it, it goes back. To, I, I mean, I've always said this, you know, again, this is not the panel's uh, ideology. This is mine. A male's roles are static. A woman's are negotiable. You know what I mean? Like she can basically choose to forfeit traditional feminine, you know, traits while adhering to, you know, to new modern feminist ideals. But at the same time, she's going to expect you mm-hmm. to adhere to old masculine traits and being yep. a gentleman while her, while she absolves herself of those traditional feminine responsibilities. And this is why I tell guys nowadays, it's so dangerous for you to get in a serious long-term relationship or cohabitation situation with like a feminist or any woman that like adopts these feminist type ideals, because She's going to want you to treat her like a lady when it benefits her, but then she's also going to want you to, tr- which inherently means she's unequal to you, by the way, but she's also going to want you to treat her uh, equal to you from an egalitarian perspective and make decisions and all this other stuff for the relationship, when in reality, it doesn't work that way. And once again, this is not reflective of the panel. It's just my <laughs> opinion. Uh, but yeah, but go ahead. Sorry. But I just I, no, add and I, and I have seen I have seen similar issues where it's cherry picking, right? So you're you're living a very liberal life, but all of a sudden you want to be conservative on one specific issue. So that's why I bring that up. Exactly. Yep. Fresh, it's, do you have something? It's funny because uh, it happens to me a few, a few times where like um, she was like, oh, actually, you know what? I'll give you an example, right? Oh, here, here, we, go. here we go. So I'll go to memory lane real quick. Oh, here we go. So... It's a little bit personal, but it's one time, right? Um, I was with this chick, right? And we had this this, the, uh, this discussion about like marriage, kids, and all that stuff, right? And she said to me, "If I got pregnant, I want I, I'm not gonna have an abortion because God wouldn't want me to." Oh no! And I, I asked her, "Hey, real quick, so God is okay with you smashing me right now, <laughs> but he's, he's not okay with you having an abortion after?" I don't see the correlation here, and it just goes to show you're right. They'll take one thing that's 
going to benefit them and keep it. But the other one that doesn't, they'll, they'll let it slide. So right. 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 And, and I see a lot with like drinking and stuff like that, you know, in Islam, you're not supposed to be drinking, you know. Um, I may or may not have alcohol in this establishment. It's not mine. I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. The, the, yeah. But okay. Let's talk about a, <laughs> let's talk about a prenup, right? So what is a prenup? A prenup is a contractual agreement that contemplates the end of a marriage, whether through divorce or death. Ooh. So one thing that people, and, I'm, and, and I know that this is something that not a lot of people think about, but one thing you can pitch it if you ever happen to be in a situation where you might be thinking about a prenup mm-hmm. is we got to think about what happens to my assets when I die or I'm incapacitated. For example, when I'm put in a nursing home, mm. it can contemplate that. And you can say, look, if I'm put in a nursing home, do you want all your assets to have to go to paying for me? Because under certain provisions, for example, under Medicare, it can require that the spouse spends a certain amount of money on the other spouse if they're in a nursing home. So would the wife want to spend her assets on the husband while he's you know, laid up in the nursing home? Probably not. Probably not. So you've got another angle to, to say, look, this, ben- this isn't just about the marriage. This can also be about death. Now, you would need to talk to an attorney in your area Bam. and also talk to your estate planner because sometimes um, they don't know... The attorney, the family law attorney won't know about estate and trust law. So you might want to work in conjunction with an expert. And let me say this, and this is the biggest thing about prenups. Have you guys heard that prenups aren't worth it, that they're they're worthless? Have you guys ever heard that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been told many times it's not worth even the paper it's written on. Yeah. So a that's lot, the biggest saying. Yeah. A lot, a lot of celebrities I know have prenups. It didn't work for them. Yeah. You know why? A lot of them. Why? Educate us. They're cheap. Oh, oh, I'm going to call them out right now, guys. This is one area you can't cheap out. You got to pay the attorney and every dollar you pay that attorney is worth it because in a pinch, in a, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Wait, whoa, 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 <laughs> One more time, Andrew, for the people. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Man, <laughs> so what what that means is is that paying upfront the attorney's fee maybe maybe it's a couple thousand dollars, guys. Maybe it's a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, we're talking if you make serious money, you could be paying hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of years, or potentially millions if, as these guys want you to, as we all want you to, make a lot of money. You know, six figure salaries. Yep. We want you guys to be entrepreneurs. We want you guys to go out there and get stuff. If you guys are millionaires, you've got a lot to lose. Facts. And so, what I mean, literally, it? James Bradley just commented he lost 1.2 million million in a divorce. And, million, and oh. you, you, in a lot of states, and once again, you have to talk to your attorneys to see what uh, parameters you have to follow. But all it would be was a couple thousand dollars to get an attorney to make a prenup that works in your jurisdiction. Now, what people do is they go to like LegalZoom, or they go, uh. and I don't want to call it Legal. Oh, sorry, let me take that back. They go to online form depots <laughs> and purchase an online form. Oh, shots fired, baby. <laughs> Good. And, uh, you know, they're, they're hoping this thing they got for 25 bucks is going to protect them. Well, you know, if you are out there, are you going to rely on the crappiest car insurance? You know, if you're out there on the streets, no, you're going to buy good insurance that covers the value of your car. Otherwise, what's the point of having insurance? You must ride without insurance. Yeah. You know, you're going to want to protect yourself, especially if you know, it's something that has a high probability of happening. Mm. But Andrew, let me play those advocate here. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> what if I, as the man, put in the money behind a good prenup 
It's, mm. it's signed, sealed, really tight. Mm. Good work by a lawyer, right? Mm. And then I meet my, I'm, I'm with my wife. Things don't work out. She cheats. Says, hey, I'm out of here. Then I get the divorce papers. But her lawyer is 10 times better than the lawyer I paid. And I, I still have to pay her money. Is it still worth for the prenup after all that? Well, if you had a good prenup up front, then as long as as long as you had a good prenup up front, it's been it's very rare for a valid prenup to be nullified. Now, here's how prenups get attacked. They okay, get attacked for their validity. There's mm. a lot of things. So just like a will, there's a lot of ways to invalidate a will. There's a lot of ways to invalidate a prenup. In some states, there's a waiting period. California, for example, even though I'm not a California attorney, has a waiting period. Right. So you have to if we are not, for example, if we're not represented by lawyers yeah. in California and we're getting married because uh, that's legal to dudes can get married in California. Um, you guys are married, though. Don't lie. I know that's confidential. OK. But Half, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was giving you a prenup, there's a seven day period where you have to wait before you sign it or it's not effective. Oh, wow. So if you just went and signed it without waiting, it wouldn't be effective. Now, you can get around that by having a lawyer, but once again, there's lots of these formalities that you wouldn't know about unless you have an attorney who specializes in family law. Some of them have to have a witness. Some of them might have to be notarized. Some of them might have to be recorded. There's lots of different potential requirements, wow. and a lot of times, they have to get separate legal counsel, so they've got to you know, go and have their own attorney review it. And there's also issues if you give it to them close to the wedding, because that oh, could be what's yes. called the rest. Yes, yes. That's like a shotgun wedding situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, know, the NBA player, man, talked about this. Steven Jackson used to play yep. for the Pacers back in the day. Uh, and um, he was involved in that that Detroit brawl back in like 2004. Ron Artest and them. And he got married to a chick. And he was telling her for months before the wedding, you need to sign this prenup. It didn't. She never signed it. And then the day before the wedding, she still declined to sign it. So he shows up to the wedding. He's like, you haven't signed it. I'm not doing it. So he then he walks out the wedding. She cries. She runs back to him, and this story's on World Star Hip Hop. Search it, guys. Stephen Jackson Harris, World Star Hip Hop. Very valid news. But anyway, <laughs> but the long story short is he tells the story, and she came to him the day of the wedding crying because he didn't want to get married and says, I'll sign it, I'll sign it, which he's not stupid. He didn't sign it because he knew that she could come back and get him for duress, that, that she signed it under duress, and it would uh, nullify it, so to speak, as you were saying right. before. So now what would you say is like a – I mean, general, generally uh, speaking – What's a safe timeline to to have your woman sign the prenuptial agreement? I, I think honestly, you want to do it months before. Months because before. you want okay. to give it. It's so clear. There's one principle in law and applies a lot of laws. It's called uh, unclean hands. So if you come into something with dirty hands, the judge will invalidate it. Right. Mm. So if you're going into a situation where you're putting duress on somebody or you've lied, that's another big one. Ooh. You have to be honest about your assets. So if you've got five million in crypto. Well, I'm not saying you have to, but I'm just saying you probably have to you know, <laughs> uh, divulge that in some way, because if they find out that you lied about your assets or your debts or anything else, or you're putting them in a situation where you're putting pressure on them to get it done and they haven't had a time to review it with a clear head. Boom. It's a wrap. If they get that good lawyer Fresh was talking about. Yeah. They might be able to invalidate it. I've also right. been told, like, if she sends invites out already. And you try to throw a prenup on her, that also hurts you as the man. I would if I invites would, were sent now, out. Now, those are the specifics I would 100% talk to a local attorney about okay. because right. I think that could vary. I don't know if there's like an invite rule. I mean, that's kind of specific. But 
you know, because it's like because it's basically she's already inviting people to the wedding. People are ex- expecting it, so she's going to be more months. apt to yeah, she's going to be more apt to sign the prenup and say, oh, I did up the duress because a hundred people cl- confirmed whatever. Right. I put down a deposit. I put down a, a yeah, huge deposit exactly. on the venue, twenty thousand. I mean, shit, mine was going to be almost thirty thousand dollars. So I, I I guess so people have an app uh, an applicable tip. Can we say with a little bit of safety, certainty that hey, you should probably have her sign the prenup before you send out any save the dates. Yeah, anything that, like that. The the earlier the better. Yeah. So yeah. Bam. Should you send it before the save the dates? Yes. Yeah. Is that going to necessarily stop it? Consult with your local attorney. Yeah. Right. But you should definitely do it before you get all the way into wedding planning, and that's part of talking to this talking to this woman, you know, or Kabid dude who you're trying to marry. Yeah. You know. Uh, and uh, this works for both guys. We don't works discriminate. Works for both. Yeah. You know, but talking to them and figuring out, hey, you know. What's up? What are your anticipations here? And what are your expectations? So one, one question, sure. Andrew. So because people always take prenuptial agreements and then try to say they're worthless, whatever it may be. But yeah. you're saying they can absolutely save you uh, if you get them done correctly. Correctly. That's so the problem. Correctly. For, for any viewers out there that are listening right now, right, which this will be on Apple, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google and everything else so that you guys can listen to us in your car. 4.30 a.m. posted every morning. Thanks to Chris in the house. But all jokes aside. Um, <laughs> people always talk about prenuptial agreements being useless. Um, if someone was was planning on getting married or has a girl that they're engaged to, whatever, yeah, what t- should they go to a family attorney? What would you think that family what they do? attorney? Somebody who specializes in family law, somebody who does divorce cases, who does prenuptial agreements, and they should say on their website or you know when you talk to them, they should say, "I have done these before. I have been in these situations. I've done similarly situated people." People who have assets like your assets, mm-hmm. um, that's something where you should always go. So go spend the money, get a consultation. In some places, in some in some jurisdictions, you can get a specialty in family law or a certification in family law. So if you can find somebody that is certified in family law, mm. that is bar certified in family law, that's even better. Okay. You go to them. Yeah. You pay the consultation, whatever fee, whatever it. it is. Yeah. And then and then how much would it uh, – uh, I guess one of those it, agreements costs. It depends, but you can range from, you know, if you live in a smaller town, maybe it's only a couple hundred bucks. Oh, okay. But, Not you know, if it's, if it's a larger jurisdiction, you have large assets, it's complicated, you know, you might be looking at a couple thousand dollars. But, you know, once again, worth what, it. <laughs> yeah. What's your value on that, man? Yeah. A couple thousand dollars in the scope of a wedding. Yeah. It's peanuts. That's probably the flowers. True. All right, guys, we are at 300. And 65 live viewers. Whoa. Man, man. We have a super chat from Soul TV84. He's saying, Myron looking like a boss in his suit. Thank you, Solo TV84. Appreciate it. Great content. Love the variety. And that y'all keep it 100. Y'all got next. Shout out to Solo TV84. Yeah. We're going to be on his stream uh, at 9 p.m. tonight, guys. We're going to talk about social media and getting girls. Yep. Um, we got another one here. Okay, another one. Uh, Mask, M E S K, says, Whoa. Myron in his suit? No, I've seen everything. <laughs> Looking good, gentlemen. Check out the Pause. cohabitation. Yeah, check Pause. out the cohabitation one. No homo. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Thank you guys for the love. Yeah. Um, but uh, but okay, so Andrew, so you're saying sp- spend the money. So, spend the money. So guys. And, and, and guys, a, a prenup, let Please. me talk about the scope. The prenup of a, the scope of a prenup can cover a lot of things. It can cover debts. It can cover stuff you've got before. You won the lottery. You have crypto. It can cover anything you want that's oh. before. It can cover assets all your assets potential assets it can also have a sunset clause so if the girl's complaining about oh well i don't want this to apply like what if we're married forever and we're in love forever i go okay let's put in something called 
a sunset clause. Oh, tell us about this one. Sunsets are romantic, right? You yeah. want to go see the romantic sunset. Oh, yeah, dude. It's 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 super romantic. Tell us about this one. Yeah. So essentially, if you ride off in the sunset, and let's say you said, once we're married for 20 years, this prenup goes away. Whoa. That's something you put in there. Now, what's one reason why you might do that is because maybe the law in your state um, says that after a certain period of time, let's say 20 years, uh, you know, they step the alimony up to the highest level possible. So even if it was invalidated, you'd, you'd kind of be hit with the same amount mm. because it's just the length of your marriage. But yeah. you could say, hey, look, if, you, if you're willing to stay married with me for 30 years or something, I mean, at that point, let's say the average age of marriage being 30, mm-hmm. you're 60. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you know, you might say, okay, whatever. You, you earned know? this one. Clean me out, baby. Yeah. You right? want you want to go out on the open market at age fifty-eight and try to date. Yeah. You know, good luck. Yeah. The older she gets, the less she's gonna be able to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you want to say, hey, look, you're willing to ride or die that long? Well, we'll get rid of this. Okay. And see if she's real about it. Cause I think a lot of the things come out in these negotiations. And whenever you have a party in a negotiation that is particularly worried about a term that is not that big of a deal, that's a tell, guys. That's Yo, a tell. Imagine yeah. this. You married to her all this time, right? Yeah. In today's market. And they kind of found out she had an OnlyFans. <laughs> making, making all her money. Bro. You got to pay her half your money? Bro, I'll be pissed. Stupid. Oh, man. That would be an asset. You could put an OnlyFans clause in, guys. Yeah, that's funny, Just so man. you know. And, and, and also, keep in mind, guys, with the new tw- 2021 taxes coming out, crypto is going to now be like, they're going to be monitoring that. So keep that in mind. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that's going to, make its way into the marriage laws as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and I think I, I think that's definitely an asset. I mean, you can't yeah. argue it's not anymore. So, yeah. I mean, I would definitely, number one, consult your attorney, but I, I definitely would view that as an asset and something that they would try to come for. Now, of course, you know, it might be harder to get just practically because of the practical considerations of crypto, but certainly that would be considered by the courts as an asset. Now, yeah. let me talk about one thing you cannot do in a prenup. And okay, let, please go. But one thing you cannot talk about is really the children, Right. So, and we're not talking about kids today. This is not a children episode. I thought about talking about child support. That is such a big topic. Yo, we should do should what? Hey, guys, we should. Hold on, hold on. Everyone in the chat, put ones in the chat if you want Andrew to come back and talk about child support. Put one in the chat if you want to talk about child support. Thank God I didn't have to pay child support. <laughs> yeah. I, have no, I, I have no kids, by the way. Myron is going to have to pay me such a huge return on this one because it is such a huge topic and it is a, it is a beast. I so. am going to be naked on the next stream uh, when we do this because I will no longer have any clothing or a place to live. So I will pay, though, so you guys get this information. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Andrew. My so, bad. So, yeah. So you can't put in something about child support saying, I pay no child support. Yeah, you can't yeah. put that in your prenup. They're yep. not going to. Hold that up. Overwhelming ones in the chat. <laughs> oh, yeah. That okay, Andrew, it looks must... like you're coming back, and it looks like I'm cleaning out my bank account. Thank there you guys go. for that. Yo, we have two super chats here. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, go ahead. While Andrew coughs. Yep. yep. Um, Rona, guys. <laughs> Ernest says, Ernest Kwame says, all this headache for a prenup, we are like it stops from cheating. No, no, uh, yeah, he says, we are like it stops from cheating. So he's saying all this for a prenup, and they might still cheat. What's your say on that, sir? Well, once again, guys, this is only, this is all, I'm going to answer this. This is all presupposed if you even want to get married. Like I started this with, and the reason why I started this this um, episode with how many people aren't getting married is, you're not going to be in the minority for long if you're not getting married. In fact, um, the non-married rate has gone up exponentially. It's doubled since the 70s. So guys, if you choose not to get married, if you choose to never get married, you may eventually be in the majority of people. Yeah. Uh, just not getting married or never being married. That's not a weird decision. I'm just trying to say if you choose, if you choose to get married 
and you accept the risks. You accept the risk of infidelity. <clears throat> accept the risk of divorce. Yep. You accept the risk of alimony. You accept all those risks. You just should know what you're getting into. Right. Right. Yeah. Which so, this is why we're here, guys. I'm not saying to get married. But I mean, let me let me be very clear. Like in my personal life, like that is something that I struggle with. It's like, would I ever want to do it? Even knowing everything I know, being a lawyer. And a lot of factors point to no nowadays in modern United States. Yeah. We, we have one more switch out here. Okay. Uh, James Young, he says, great show, gentlemen. Save your mind and sanity. Don't get married. It's a trap today. Yeah. It's a dangerous proposition. I, I got to I gotta agree with that. But with that said, guys, <clears throat> this is why we're giving you an objective look at marriage. You know, we're going to try to come up with some pluses as well here. <laughs> it's hard. But, but-, <laughs> but we will because Andrew really did do a, a bang up job, as you guys can tell. With the research and, uh, you know, looking at everything from the negative and the positive and giving you guys an objective look so you can make an informed decision. At the end of the day, we'll present the facts and you guys decide what you want to do. Guys, definitely we can pay Andrew's a retainer. We've got another super chat here again. Okay, thank you. Because I'm going broke out here, guys. <laughs> we got Sterling White, 10 dollars super chat. He says, uh, strong support. How do you guys navigate the world through the RP lens? I had a friend get in an argument with his wife. She started... And he bought her flowers. Oh, so he's asking, how do we navigate RP Lens? We're seeing our friends simp, basically. Oh, um, personally for me, I'll, so I'll, I'll answer this one. Uh, dude, you just don't hang out. Don't hang out with blue pill guys, man. Like, quite frankly, because <sighs> just don't hang out with blue pill guys. You're going to get frustrated, guys. Like, they're going to do stupid things. You're going to try to talk them out of it. They're going to tell, look at you and say, oh, you're crazy or you're radical, whatever it may be. All the RP is, man, is understanding intersexual dynamics and moving accordingly in the right way. You know, we're not on some crazy alt-right wave. We're just telling you guys that women are not sugar and spice and everything nice, and neither are men. They're human beings just like us. They're, they have faults as well. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, every, we live in a society now that, quite frankly, kisses women's asses. And I'm here to tell you guys that both genders are capable of doing bad things. Like, it's crazy to me that we live in a world where they say, believe all women. Like, what? <laughs> like, bro, you're basically implying that women can't lie? That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? They want equality when it suits them, but then they also want to be treated like a lady when it suits them. So it's like, nah, bro, it doesn't go that way. You want equality? Cool. You guys are capable of lying like all of us. So we're, uh, so this is why I tell you guys, don't hang out with blue pill guys because blue pill guys are going to sit there and try to like pedestalize women, tell you that you're a misogynist, whatever it is, when in reality, all you're doing is looking out for yourself and protecting yourself. So. Yeah. And yeah. guys, I only have RP friends right now for the most part because I don't want to be around blue post since because yeah. I know what's going to happen. And Andrew's our attorney, so he yeah. doesn't count. Yeah, he we doesn't we count. show him because yeah. he's our attorney. Cool. So, you know, that that's different. But, like, if it's a professional relationship, it's one thing. But, like, your friends that you hang out with, whatever, you know, Chris, uh, Fresh, and uh, Andrew who cleans out my money. But he's, <laughs> he's my attorney. So that's different. You know what I mean? So, okay. uh, go Let, so sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. You have one more super chat? Yeah. You want to go first? Well, we're talking about assets right now. Since he's talked about money and how much he's paying me tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, there's two legal theories. So you guys ready to learn some law? Let yeah, me teach please. you some little law let's, here. Uh, let's go so, classes in session, baby. All right, guys. So this is Law School 101. So there's uh, two different legal theories regarding assets, right? There's a theory called community property. And there's a theory called equitable distribution. Now, the, every state follows either one or the other, except for Alaska, which couldn't choose which way it wants to go. It's kind of weird. You can kind of follow both. <laughs> so are there uh, even people up there? There's like two bears. Okay. So and Sarah Palin. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, 
Yeah. So essentially, uh, the left coast mostly and other countries, other states, but the left coast often follows community property. So you yeah. got your California, big California. CA. I'll yes. say it. So you say it. But <laughs> community property is the simpler one to understand. Community property means when you go into a marriage, all your assets and liabilities during the course of that marriage are split fitty fitty. Oh, fitty fitty. Fitty fitty. God damn. Fitty fitty. <laughs> so. Everything going in. So if you go in and you and and your girl racks up credit card debt, fitty fitty. Yo, she takes out a loan, fitty fitty. Anything else, car payment, fitty fitty. Fitty fitty. Yeah. Hell so no. everything is fifty fifty. Bro, that, that's that's nah, nah. That's now, terrible. Now that is real simple to follow, though. It's it's very simple math for simple people. So all those simpletons in California can follow that, do the math. It comes out pretty straightforward. Um, and I also know other, some other countries follow things similar to that. But once again, get an attorney if you're outside this. There you go. I know Canada law is different. I've heard a lot of people talking about how Canada is much different. Um, for example, with prenups, I've heard they have to like renew their prenups every once in a while. And maybe there's certain states that might require that. Once again, you live in another country, check with a local lawyer. But the other theory, it's called equitable distribution. Okay. And what that means is the court decides what is fair and reasonable. The court decides it. Yes. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so that could potentially be good because they could decide a lower amount okay. than 50-50. Okay. Or they could decide a higher amount. Right? So it seems like the earlier chat that came in, the guy was talking about 1.2 million and 80%. Yeah, that went in a bad way. Damn. Florida is an equitable distribution state. Damn. So oh. obviously that went bad for him. Really bad. One point real, to, to the sound of two one point two million. Which James, thank you. He's a mod in the chat. He always, you know, uh, helps us out on the stream. So James, we feel your pain, bro. Now each state is very different. Usually the rule of thumb, and this is a bad. I hate rules of thumb because they're never exactly right. And once again, this is going to vary wildly from state to state. But if you're, you know, if I was asked by somebody on the street, you know, I'm at a bar and someone's like, "Well, about how much would alimony be?" I'd say, "Well, one of the rules of thumb, which is not really accurate, but you could just be." conservative is uh one third of the difference in your um income so if you make um let's say hundred thousand dollars hundred thousand dollars and she makes seventy thousand dollars the difference is 30 so therefore ten thousand a year no not bad in alimony in alimony okay right okay it's, it's, that's not awful right but that's but, that's a hundred and seventy yeah now if you make 120 here we go and she makes zero. <laughs> How much are you paying her? One, what's one third of that fresh? Taking a math class. One third of one twenty. Look, it's over nine thousand. <laughs> hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> bro, your Barbados math hold over on. here, bro. A third of one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay, that's easy. Bro. I believe in you. Forty thousand. Yes. Hey, there we go, baby. Listen, man. If there's one thing I know, it's money. It's money, but not numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. So, so yeah. So, so look. If you're if you're just saying, hey, ballpark, you know, what could it be? You know, and saying forty thousand dollars. But once again, that's a big difference. That's if she's yeah. making zero, you're making one twenty. Yeah. Right. But still, quite a bit of money. Yes, you're but giving the, her. But that is not necessarily going to be the case. It's going to depend once again highly on which state you're in right. um, when you file. Um, and how long you've been married. Now, here's the factors they're going to take into account. Okay. They're going to take into account how long the marriage was, mm -hmm. um, the uh, situation, um, 
between the two of you. Okay. And actually, let me talk about, before I get into it, let me talk about the four different theories. Now, there's there's a lot of different theories for alimony. Um, sometimes they give something called, you can say permanent alimony and temporary alimony. Okay. Temporary alimony being alimony that you're paying during the course of the divorce proceeding, uh-huh. which by the way, can last up to two years even, you know, even sometimes things that are uh, negotiated can take six months, you know, agreeable can take six months. Wow. But you're going to be paying alimony temporarily during that mm-hmm. uh, if they're petitioning. And she's going to be more incentivized to drag it out probably too. Well, I mean, it's temporary. She's yeah. going to want the permanent yeah. alimony eventually. Yeah. Um, but, you know, during that, you're going to be going through discovery, looking at your assets. But there's also four theories of alimony, <clears throat> and those are general alimony, rehabilitative, reimbursement, and transitional. Right. So general alimony is just saying, okay, you know, one, one, uh, one spouse is more economically dependent. We're going to give money. Uh, rehabilitative is saying that um, you're giving, giving to a spouse because they aren't able to support themselves financially, right? So let's say you're married to somebody and they were a computer programmer. And they it was a girl who's a computer programmer. Super rare Pokemon. Yeah, very rare. Right? Holographic Charizard, first edition. Yes. And she has forgotten all of her coding languages. Oh! So And they're all out of date, right? So now she needs to get the training to get back up. You're going to need to pay her alimony for that time to get her skills back up because mm, she's been out the job market so long. So this goes, cool. this, this goes like with like a, a partner that may have left the job market yep. to, to raise children or whatever, which let's keep it real. Typically yep. it's going to be the female. Yep. Uh, okay. So that's rehabilitative. Okay. That, that's rehabilitative. Now reimbursement <clears throat> is reimbursement. So it's paying them back for what they gave you. Sometimes this is how much example, per kid is the real question. <laughs> <laughs> how much per kid? That's on the child support episode. Tune in yeah, next time. Yeah, for okay, that one. tune in for that. We will do the child support once. But you guys for example, want if you have a situation where, for example, let's say one of them supported you through law school or through med school, they're having to be paid back for that support they gave during that period of time. Right. And then the last one is transitional, which is the, the one that Myron talked about earlier, which is helping them adjust to the lifestyle that they ah. were become accustomed to. Right. And a lot of us hear that. And that's something that, frankly, as soon as I heard that, I immediately get salty because I'm like, what entitles you to a a certain lifestyle ever? And that is that the most well fresh. You got something that's that's well known. But yeah, Yeah, uh, you got much much more. So okay, okay, let's let's do it because I I, I'm going to be naked on the next one. Yo, uh, So we have James Young, ten dollars. He says, I know all about child support. I'm still paying it, but I'm all done next year. It can go very badly if you're not prepared. If you're currently paying, have and post child support plan. A post child support plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, James Young. You're giving a Myron post plan right now uh, for, <laughs> yeah. for, for for attorney fees. Uh, who's up next? All right. Cool. And we have another. Support. And Chris, can you put them up on the screen if yeah, you can? He is, oh, he is. He is. Okay, awesome. Okay. And then we have uh, Uncovertable Truth by okay. Dollar. She says, okay. believe all women. Seriously? What was the first story told about a female and her manipulative tactics? Eve was a liar off the rip. The Bible is RP. I knew somebody was going to say that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have been talking about it. Yeah. So yeah. I knew someone was going to say my, that. Where's my extra rib? I want it back. Yeah. Uh, bad. I okay. want my baby back. We got uh, Sterling White again. He says, $5. He says, can there be a cap on the amount of child support a man pays? As a man makes more money, I am sure the mother will want more support for the child. Yeah, consult a local attorney, bro. And any question like that, you're going to consult a local attorney. I'm sure that within a local jurisdiction, there are caps. Usually there's guidelines, there's parameters. Uh, they're often kept kind of fuzzy so they can work within them. But once again, check with a local attorney because these laws vary so wildly that I, for example, the laws here in Florida, 
if if you just go over the border, if I lived in Jacksonville of Florida, which is in the north of the state, right on the border, and I was dating a girl in Brunswick, right? Mm. It would make a big difference where we got married and where we lived because yeah. the laws in Georgia are different than Florida. And that's even if we follow the same legal theories, right? So even if we're both equitable distribution states, for example, Pennsylvania and Florida are both equitable distribution states, but the way we calculate alimony is different. So what a family law attorney here in Florida is going to tell you in terms of what you owe is going to be different than another state. So once again, for child, especially for child support, you're going to need to consult a local attorney. On yeah, that. it's going to be drastic, man. I remember like Future's baby mom wanted him to pay like 50K and he ended up like only paying her like 2,000. Only. Which once again, I love Future, man, because we all know she belongs to the streets. <laughs> so anyway. No comment. Guys, <laughs> no we comment. Are 398 people watching. Oof. And we Bam! Have- 256 likes. We need Whoa. 300 at least. Guys, can you guys please get us 300 to likes. 300 likes? At least. I'm going to be homeless after this episode. I've already had to give my iPad to Andrew. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's Thank why I'm out here writing a pen and paper. And uh, yeah, homelessness is coming soon. And, so please like the video. And guys, what we I'm, I'm really liking this new studio you've uh, sent over to me. You've signed <laughs> over. <laughs> and guys, what we wait, go sub to Andrew's channel, Andrew Esquire. He went up by 20 subscribers already. Yep. So let's keep it going, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Support Andrew, support us, and get likes up. Yeah, if get you the guys likes. have any comment, any stuff you want me to do on my channel, let me know. Drop me a comment. You can also add me on Instagram. Oh, two, 275. 275. 25 more, guys. Get us to through. What is it? 300 likes? Get us to 300 likes, guys, please. We're giving a lot of crazy value right now. Where are we at? And then we're going to hop on Solo's channel after this. Yeah. Well, no, Zoom call? Guys, by the way, we're going to do a call with our patrons after this. Um, And then we're going to go on with Solo at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, 283? 283. Come on, guys. 17 more. Almost there. Almost there. Get the likes up so we can get a new computer so we don't have sound issues again. Yo, get it. Turn your likes. I'll marry your mom. And then divorce her. Whoa. (laughs) This guy. What are we at? What are we at? 290. 290. 10 more, guys. 10 more. Go once, go twice. 293. 293. Seven more. Come on. Woohoo! Are we almost there? We, did it. we are at 297. Three more, guys. Almost there. Do it! Just do it! Do it! Just do it! 300 and guys appreciate it thank you guys for the love i know you guys hate that millionaire soundtrack but we got to get the likes up because we are definitely going to get demonetized when we go on live with locario later on but the not this podcast. episode we're not keeping this, this one's keeping clean pg-13 for the children exactly all right so speaking of well not for the children that's another episode but <laughs> let's talk about alimony and how long you could be paying it let's right? do it baby so let's go back to we're doing a little math here guys we're doing a little math oh wow wait we got a free suit here michael says myron fresh i manage a bespoke store in houston I got you guys on a free suit. I just need your measurements. Twitter, Michael Sinatra. Thank you so much nice. for that, man. Because Fresh definitely needs one. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> if it's free in the house, you know your boy can take that free stuff. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So go ahead, Alimony. Sure. Let's so we're going to cover Alimony now, guys. All so right. we covered, just a quick recap, Andrew. Hey, we covered prenups. We covered marriage statistics, divorce statistics, and now we're hitting Alimony. Bam. So, Do it. Too much value. So much value, guys. So look. Right now, what you guys got to understand about alimony is it really does depend on a lot of factors, but one of them is how long you're married. So if you were married like fresh for one year, she is not going to get much alimony. No, she didn't get nothing from the boy. <laughs> Woo. Not a thing, boy. But she has so, her soul, though. Maybe. 
Bruh. It was a trap. Bro, why you, what'd you be not, man? No, sorry, bro. <laughs> so if you're married for five years or less, and this is a general rule, guys, it's going to vary state to state, check with a local attorney, but we're just going for an estimate for general alimony, how much it could be. So let's say it's under five years. A good rule of thumb might be half of the time, half of the time you were married. So let's say you're married for a year. Half of that is six months. So she might be entitled to up to six months of alimony. Okay. Right? And um, is it the still the same percentage as you were telling us before, where it's like one third? That, of that's the difference? for the amount. Yeah. If I was okay, gonna, if I was gonna, if I was gonna ballpark the amount. Okay. I would say okay. So um, she might be. Let's say I made the hundred twenty thousand and she made zero. Mm-hmm. I might be online for forty thousand for six months. Okay. So if that's annual, then maybe twenty thousand because it's half a year. Okay. So right. um, if you were married for ten years, Ooh. it could be sixty percent. Ooh. 15 years, 80%, 20 years indefinite. Damn. So, and now that's going to vary state to state. Some years indefinite, the barrier might be 25, might be 30, might be. Can different. you tell us what it is here in Florida? Um, no, I didn't look up Florida specifically. Uh, okay. And I don't want to give people misinformation. This okay. is a general, like, general guideline. Okay. Um, but what I was going to say is, like, for example, I, I would do the math on it. Say, look, if the average marriage is eight years, uh-huh. right? So it's going to fall under that, you know, eight year, eight year level. Um, and you're going to get time for 60%. So let's say you're married for 10 years. Um, 60% of 10 years is how long? Six. six years. Six years, right? So you could be on the line for six years. And once again, let's say you made 120000 It's 40000 mm-hmm. times six. So there you go. That's what you could be on the line for. Tw- almost quarter million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. $24,000. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's what you want to do if you're doing an ROI. If you're doing a cost benefit, you're saying, look, this is what's on the line here. It, it, you know, two hundred forty thousand dollars potentially is on the line. Is that worth going and getting a prenup for a couple thousand Bam, dollars? There you go. Yeah, yeah, it is, guys. Yeah, it is, bro. And, and that's also why you want to vet these girls too, because you want to make sure this is really a person that you're willing to take that risk on if you're going down that direction, bro. Yeah. You got me scared now, bro. I don't want to marry nobody. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just like listening to this broadcast myself. And I'm, guys, I'm taking notes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys think I'm messing around here, uh, besides the fact that I have to get my iPad away. But still, I'm still <laughs> out here taking notes, man. Like, this is crazy information, man. Yeah. Guys, make sure, like the video, share this with a friend. This is critical stuff that guys need to know. You know, an objective look as to, you know, the things that come with marriage. Guys, Myers in a suit for God, God's sake. Yeah, I know, man. I, I I never see this. This guy is always wearing his unplugged lifestyle shirt, unplugged yeah. fitness shirt. So he has a one war, wardrobe, bro. Yeah, the this same shirt, <laughs> same shoes, maybe different pants, and the same shoes. He's in a suit today. You know, I I I don't discriminate between my clients. I do tell them to upgrade their wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so last a couple last facts, and then I, that's all I got here, guys. Yeah. So um. Some things you're going to want to consider with alimony is if you settle um, rather than um, rather than going through the court process, you can make it so alimony is non-modifiable, possibly. Mm. Now, that might vary state to state, certain countries that might change, but um, you might make it so it's locked in. So let's say you lock in your settlement and then you go and start a profitable YouTube channel mm. and you know make some money. Well, that might not be calculated in if you settle. Versus if you go through the court process, she might be able to go back and petition the court to modify it based on your increased income and take that into account. So she could take the super chat money? Materi- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also, a problem. Thankfully, there's, no, super chat money. thankfully <laughs> there's nobody taking the super chat money right now. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, this is true. But thankfully. you got you to watch out because they're coming for it. Yeah, they, this, is, this is dangerous. These yeah, are dangerous times. And we're not just talking about Susan Wachowski or whatever her name is. Who's the, the head of YouTube? 
<clears throat> oh man, that's a good it's question. Susan something, man. right? I, 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 did, I didn't even know. That's the Matrix. I didn't even know was, there was a woman ahead of yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder we're getting censored. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's not just the YouTube people taking it. It's it's also them. So yes, if there's a material change, you can change your alimony. That can also go the other way, guys. So if you lost your job, for example, during Rona, I'm sure a lot of people went back and petitioned. The problem was courts have been closed, so it probably has been pretty hard to modify. But mm. if you're in a situation where you've lost your job and you've, um, you know, you're in a different situation, definitely consult with an attorney or try to see if you can go back and modify that because that's something definitely that that most jurisdictions take into account. Hey, uh, zero. By the way, bro, <clears throat> I wore a turtleneck the other day. I don't wear the same shirt every day. So change that thought, bro. And yeah, go ahead. Uh, Steve Jobs. So no, that that's what I got, guys. Do you guys have any super chats for me or any other questions you want to hit me with? Dude, we got a load of the chats earlier. I Let's go through them. We're good to go now. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're good. We're good. Yep. Okay. Cool, cool. So guys, um, hold on. We need to do the episode on child support because we got a bunch of ones in here. So yeah. So next time. And, and the reason why it's different, guys, is because those are analyzed differently. It's a different analysis. And the thing is, is that public policy for for spousal support, i.e., alimony is weaker than the duty to your children. The duty to your children is what's constituted in the, in the U.S. as a fundamental right. That's there's a fundamental right, parent-child right. So mm. that under the law is treated in a much more strict way than spousal support. Ah. So you got to really understand that. And when you come, when it comes down, especially to enforcement, um, you know, that is one part where child support can hit you much harder than alimony. Mm. So that's one thing you really got to understand. Yeah, they're not going to they're not going to chase the guy. The GOV ain't going to chase you as hard if you don't pay your wife versus not paying for your kids. Right. It's it's a much different scenario. Yeah. So that's why I want to deal with it differently. Also, it's a whole nother area of law. Also, I don't practice that. Once again, disclaimer, family law is not my area of practice. Find somebody who's licensed in it. If you have an actual problem in it, this is just to give you guys some guidelines. But I'm going to study up on that. Myron's going to pay me. I'm going to buy three new suits with that. Yeah. And we're going to be having a good time. Listen. I listened to Tom Likas' podcast back when I was in my situation. Uh-huh. And the horror stories I heard of child support mm. scared the crap out of me. Bro, literally, that same night, I ended it. I could, I could even, like, I was scared, bro. Holy <laughs> shit, child support is a serious thing, bro. Yeah. 18 years. What was it? What they call him? They said, Dad, you know, thank you, Dad. Thank you, Professor. Like, yeah. Dad, you saved me. Or my, my dad had this or that. And, like, it was terrible, bro. But, yeah. yeah. So, um, before we close out, guys, we just want to let you know real quick. DMs on demand is live. Okay, DMs on demand system.com. We got the website coming in showing because I can't see anything because I gave my iPad away forcefully. And um, <laughs> uh, guys, tonight at midnight, it's going to go to $7.97. Get the course now, $4.97. Support us so I can pay Andrew, please, for this, <laughs> for this child support uh, episode that we're going to do for you guys uh, in a few weeks. We'll get prepared and Andrew will go back and do the research. Um, but hey yeah, guys, guys Zoom, Zoom call start. December 4th, 9 p.m. EST. Yes. And it will be recorded if you bought the course to get it in your um, login. Uh-huh. So there you go. Get it now, guys, before it goes up to $7.97 tomorrow. Yeah. Right now, we're going to have a, a Patreon-only Zoom call. Yeah. Okay, $50 tier and up. Patreon.com slash FreshFit, guys. It's right there if you guys want to join in. Uh, Andrew will be in on the Zoom call. Uh, so this is a great chance to be able to pick his brain and learn. You guys want to learn about law school, you know, types of things like yeah, not that. Not legal advice, but I'll talk not to you. Not legal advice. He'll talk to you. But, and, you and know. Guys, follow me, Freshman CEO. Follow my Instagram, Unplug Lifestyle. Yep. Follow our joint account for Fresh and Fit Podcast, Fresh and Fit Miami. Fresh and Fit Miami. And then follow Andrew. Esquire International, guys. Esquire International is my Instagram. And then Andrew Esquire. That's my YouTube channel. Trying to bring some hot fire content out. And I'll be glad to come back here, yes. guys. Yeah, there was an overwhelming amount of ones <laughs> for child support. 
Jackie, I, I, one more time, yeah, Jackie. Yeah, I think so. We gotta do. We gotta do it again. So, yeah. um, DMs on demand, guys. DMs on demand system. Uh, it's uh, DMs on demand system Get it right now. It's four ninety seven. Patreon call coming right now. Patreon.com slash fresh fit fifty dollars tier and up. We're gonna go for a little over an hour, and then we're gonna jump on with Solo TV at nine p.m. Go Solo TV eighty four's YouTube channel. Cool. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This was a lit episode. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.